The following is a presentation of the Premier Dance Network. Welcome back to the Whole Dancer Podcast. Today, I'm going to chat about how to choose between two professional dancing offers or summer program options. It's likely that you are going through one of those decisions at this time. Maybe you're still wrapping up your last few auditions, um, waiting for things to pan out, waiting to hear. But these are some things to keep in mind as you move forward, as you consider those offers or options. So I'll start with summer programs, and I'll just blanket uh, some statements here saying that what applies to your company choices should also apply to your summer program choice. One of the main things to keep in mind with summer programs, especially if you're in the 15, 16, 17, 18-year-old range, is that you want to think about the exposure that you're going to get from these summer programs. Not only direct company exposure from the artistic director or artistic staff of the company whose summer program you're attending, but also any guest teachers or guest um Uh, artistic directors or guest artists who are coming in to set pieces or even just to teach a few classes, whatever it might be. Empower yourself, especially as you're getting older and getting closer to that professional dancing job time, to be friendly and be outgoing, maybe in ways that you're not used to being. Um, If you take class with a teacher or artistic director who's visiting from a school or company that you're interested in attending, initiate a conversation with that person. Say, you know, I so admire uh, your company and I really see that as potentially a place I would like to dance in the future. Open up a dialogue. Be forward. As dancers, I think so often we get caught up in this being quiet, you know, being respectful, which means not speaking up, which means not expressing our feelings or concerns. However, especially as you're getting older and getting closer to that professional dancing time, it is going to be so empowering and important and potentially door opening if you can initiate those conversations And even if they result in maybe harsh realities, maybe you'll open up that conversation and the artistic director will get real with you and will say, you know, either we're not not hiring right now, I don't see us hiring in the next couple of years, or like, I don't necessarily see you as a fit for this company. But you're going to deal with a lot of rejection in dance anyway, and it's going to be helpful for you to know that so that, you know, you can maybe not waste your time going out to an audition, or if that is still your dream company, maybe you've got to wait until artistic staff rotates because that does happen and you never really know when it's going to happen. So those are some things to keep in mind regarding the summer program choice. As you get older, as you know you are pursuing dance professionally, you've got to start thinking about what's going to be a good stepping stone to where you would like to go. So When it comes to company jobs, say you've got two offers that you are choosing between. Admittedly, I think that that's like not a super common predicament to be in. 
most likely or more likely you get one offer and that's your offer so you take it uh, if you are one of those lucky talented and lovely dancers who has more than one company to choose from first you've got to give yourself props because like i said that's not super common and then you've got to weigh the pros and cons look at the size of the company is it a huge company do you see yourself having the potential to move up in that company if that's your goal or is it a smaller company where you definitely see yourself getting to dance those soloist or leading roles you've got to look at that and consider how it might work out for you and now one thing to keep in mind as well is you may not know how exactly it's going to pan out once you get there you know if you get an offer for a core contract from boston ballet you might you know in the beginning see yourself moving up through the ranks see yourself getting to the principal position However, once you get there and, you know, the reality sinks in, that might no longer be something you see as a possibility for yourself, which is fine. And at that point, you might decide you love dancing in the core, you're happy with your occasional featured roles, that's enough for you. Or you might decide that you want to go and try and dance at a smaller company and uh, have a lot more featured roles and feel like you are dancing leading roles more consistently. You've got to find the company that works for you, how you enjoy working as a dancer for yourself. You know, just because a lot of people have the goal to reach principal or soloist position, that doesn't mean that that has to be your goal. Once I started dancing professionally, I was like perfectly happy in the corps de ballet, I loved it. And I didn't need the leading roles to feel fulfilled. For me, dancing in a core was enough. For some dancers, it's not. And you've got to just get real with yourself about that. And sometimes it takes, you know, getting into that professional company spot and figuring it out. Another thing to keep in mind is, of course, the rep of the company. Is it mostly classical? Is there neoclassical or modern stuff going on there? Are there a lot of story ballets and what do you sh- what makes you shine and what do you enjoy doing right because sometimes like what makes us shine is not always our favorite thing to do um, but you've got to identify your strengths and see how it's going to work for you at that that specific company keep in mind the location how far are you going to be from family or friends how important is it to you to be close to your family and friends in terms of geography you know are you going to go and dance in europe if you're from the u.s or is that going to be a totally uncomfortable and you know unsupported sort of feeling for you if you've never had that experience once again it's going to take some testing and you might need to go and try it and see what works before you'll really know but if you know you know you're a homebody you're gonna miss your parents like look for companies that are going to be closer to your family geographically or just figure out ways that you can stay close whether it's phone or skype or you know the lovely invention of facetime using that however you can do that and feel supported along with location and this ties into the next thing i'm going to mention is a support network so you know if you're choosing between two companies and you happen to know a couple of dancers at one company and at the other company you have no contacts you know think about how you might feel one way or the other of course when you know people uh, you can kind of get the inside scoop and hear how it's going and any company that says to you or any you know dancers who tell you that the company has a great morale and people work well together and it's 
mostly a positive experience, I think that that is huge. And you really need to take the advice of the dancers who are already there. Uh, remembering that sometimes people get bitter if they've been somewhere for a while and it hasn't been going the way that they want it to go. Always keep that in mind as well. But, you know, if you're getting a lot of messages that things are not going well at the company right now or there's a lot of transitions that are that have been challenging, maybe stay away and go with the other offer. So looking for those support networks, whether, you know, it's from friends or teachers or whatever it might be geographically, if you have family in an area, those sorts of things, keep that in mind. And then the support that the company provides is important to consider as well. Do they provide physical therapy? Are there role models or mentors, other dancers who, you know, work with younger dancers or who just seem to be positive and supportive to the younger dancers in the company? Company. Is it a nurturing environment? Um, do you think that you are going to be aided in reaching the next level? Or are they treating the lower levels of the company like second-class citizens, which happens sometimes? And once again, this is another time when knowing people who are already there is gonna be really beneficial, or knowing people who have been there recently, because you can get that inside scoop, which is honestly invaluable, which is, you know, going back to the summer program thing, if you're still in that summer program area, make lots of friends, make lots of contacts. Like I said, even with the artistic staff and, you know, whoever might be coming and guest teaching, get friendly with those people. Ask if you can stay in touch if you've connected with them, you know, find ways to create contacts with yourself. I don't think there's enough sort of networking among dancers and, that could come from the fact that, you know, it's a pretty competitive environment in a lot of cases. But I think that we would all benefit so much from more networking. So keep that in mind as you are considering these jobs. Another thing to consider if you're choosing between two companies or thinking about an offer is if it's a paid or unpaid situation. If it's an unpaid situation, because that's so very common now for introductory jobs, are there other benefits that the company provides to you? Do you get to take, you know, classes with the school for free? Can you stick around the studio and soak in as much knowledge as possible? Are they going to let you sit in or not sit in, but, you know, participate in rehearsals that maybe you weren't called for? Some companies allow that. You know, sometimes with bigger companies, if there's no space in the studio, obviously you've got to be left out. But those are questions that you should ask, you know, um, especially when you're coming in to an unpaid position. And if it's a paid position, you know, or you have two paid offers to keep in mind, you know, think about how the cost of living in that area compares to what you're being given. You've got to find a realistic thing or situation and it's possible you know that at one job because it's in a bigger city you might need to make time for a second job to pay the bills or at another job if it's in a smaller city you might just you might do just fine making you know little money because of the cost of living so be smart about it and keep those things in mind as well what is your potential to move up in a particular company that's something to keep in mind especially when it's your introductory company don't get yourself into a position where you know you're entering a traineeship and you feel like you're at the bottom of the trainee barrel if you are offered two different trainee spots 
And a lot of things are similar, except that at one, you see yourself getting into that paid position in the second year with the company or the third year with the company, go there. Don't get stuck in a spot where you're not going to be paid for years and it's going to break you down and you're going to get burnt out. Think about who you'll be working with. I've mentioned this already somewhat, but you know, artistic staff, who are they? What are their connections to other companies? Any artistic director or ballet mistress or whomever, it's a good idea to look into that person, see what other companies they're connected with, because you might get into your company role and discover that maybe this isn't the right fit for you. However, if you build a beautiful relationship with the people who work at that company and they say to you, you know what, I don't think that this is the right company for you, however, I used to dance here and I could see that potentially working for you as well. And then they can connect you. So look at where the artistic staff has been prior to dancing with the company that you're going to so that as the future unfolds and as things sort of, you know, get clear about your potential at that company, you know that you have some other connections as well. Before you go into any position, and this is an overriding recommendation that has obviously been mentioned already, but get more information. Talk to the artistic staff and other dancers. If you don't know someone in a company, the dance world is actually so very small. So it's likely that you might know somebody who is connected to that dancer or to any dancer in a company. You know, we have this uh, crazy resource of Facebook at this point. So you can always check Facebook and see you know who your friends with who your mutual friends are and ask for the introduction ask so and so to connect you with this dancer at this company that you're considering because the more information that you get the better prepared you'll be to enter a professional job or even a summer program and be fully prepared for what to expect So that's the spiel on choosing between two professional dancing offers and how to do it. It's all about weighing the pros and cons. It's all about thinking about where you're going to be a good fit. These are, you know, big life career decisions. And in this profession, you're expected to make those decisions at a young age. So it's important to really think about it and seek support from a mentor or an outside person if, you, if you're if you unsure or you're feeling lost. If you want to set up a coaching session with me, this is the kind of stuff we can talk about. Career is absolutely a topic that we can touch on. And, you know, I have a lot of contacts in professional companies at this point. So if you have questions or need a connection, please reach out to me. We can set something up. Email me info at thewholedancer.com. And I do want to mention as well that there will be more on this and the potential food adjustments that you might need to make as you switch to a company or as you move into your summer program this summer coming up on the Whole Dancer blog this week. And if you'd like that blog post delivered straight to your inbox on Thursday, sign up at thewholedancer.com forward slash sign dash up, S-I-G-N dash up thewholedancer.com forward slash sign up if you'd like to get on the whole dancer email list you also get a freebie when you sign up of course and just a heads up next week we will chat about what to do if audition season doesn't go as planned so what do you do if you get to the end of all of this craziness and you do not have an offer and you do not know what to do. We'll talk about that next week. 
Thank you so much for tuning in again to the Hold Answer podcast. I'm so thrilled to have you. Make sure you check out all that's going on at theholdanswer.com. I would love to connect with you. And I think that there's a lot over there that can be beneficial and supportive as you navigate the craziness of the beautiful dance world. Have a great rest of your day, dancers, and I will connect with you all soon.